Woof. The sharks get boat race, steamrolled, whatever you want to call it. It was one of the worst performances you will see from Team Teal this year, right? Maybe. Hopefully. So we'll dig into the Sharks loss and then check in on the Barracuda on today's episode. Your Locked On Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast covering your worst team in the NHL. I'm J.D. Young, contributor at Inside the Rink, and I want to thank you for making Locked on Sharks your first listen. Proudly a part of the Locked on Network, we cover your team every day, even when stuff like this happens. Um, if you want to be an everyday, all you have to do is just follow along wherever you get podcasts or you can subscribe on YouTube as well or do both. Both is great. And in today's episode, we're going to be uh, laughing to keeping to keep from crying as we dig into the Sharks six to nothing. Absolute beatdown clinic by the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, we'll all dig into the numbers, what they said, and then we'll check in on the Barracuda, who've uh, also been playing heartbreaking hockey so before we do all that do want to let you guys know today's episode is brought to you guys by sleeper uh download the sleeper app use promo code locked on nhl to get up to 100 match in your first deposit terms and conditions apply see sleepers terms of use for details i warned you guys the sharks are going to be bad this year i warned you this was an absolute just clinic by Tampa Bay. They did what they wanted to do to the Sharks. Um, they just, nobody on the Sharks with the exception of Mackenzie Blackwood, nobody came prepared to play in this game. I get it. It's been that first long road trip of the season, right? Um, the grind maybe starting to get to a little bit. This was uh, this was unwatchable uh, by by San Jose. What they did in this game, um, just the mental lapses. I think that was the big takeaway for me was so many mental lapses in this game that just led to either goals or easy chances, easy great opportunities for Tampa. And it wasn't just one player. I mean, you can up and down the lineup point to guys who just forgot to cover their man didn't hustle on the way back um didn't back check just like hockey 101 type of things right um and this so far had this is the worst performance we've seen out of the sharks this year and it's one of the worst performances we've seen out of them in a while i know we had last year there was the edmonton game where they got blown out i think on a friday night you know and there's but this game was especially for granted the sharks have not been good this year right you and i have both watched the sharks um and it has been a lot of losses and a lot of but you could point to like this team still tried and gave effort and you know it, it was just the lack of talent right um uh, like tonight was was just an absolute drumming 
Uh, and credit Tampa Bay is a great team. I think a lot of us kind of maybe wrote them off a little bit, especially with uh, Vasilevsky out for the first two months. And it doesn't seem to matter. They just, this is what great teams do, right? They're missing a the guy. Cool. Uh, we'll throw in Johansson who, you know, most people I'd think, uh, including myself had never heard of until this year. And there was any time a goalie went on waivers, it was a joke. Oh, you're a Tampa Bay lightning. You're, you're, you know, you're Tampa Bay lightning. They're like, we're good. Uh, we can, you know, we can hold down the fort and Johansson, you know, he's played well when he's had to make a save, but Tampa's done a great job of insulating him and making life easy for him. Right. The sharks, um, spoiler, the sharks had five high danger chances, um, at five on five, this game five, um, the lightning went up, went up five to nothing in the third period. Then seven, seven in the third period when they were leading either by five or six goals they had seven in the third period the sharks had five in the entire game um tampa came out and they just put the smack down on the worst team in the nhl and i don't think it's particularly close uh right now um the only winless team left right point to Saturday or Sunday's game against uh, Washington against the Caps as a potential there might be a win, but it could be a long, long stretch before the Sharks finally get that first win. And I want to see how they respond, right? Um, How tomorrow they play the Hurricanes who are, you know, odds on the cup favorite. Um, How do they play? I don't know if they won tonight. I'm checking right now. but you're playing one of the best teams um, in in the NHL. And I, again, I'm not expecting the Sharks to come out and win tomorrow uh, or Friday. I'm not expecting that, right? That it's not realistic. But like, can you show up? They won. Sorry, Carolina did win in overtime against the Seattle Kraken. Kraken, pretty solid team. You you got to put more of an effort. Like the this it's not that I'm I'm not mad. It's just disappointing, right? And because you you want to see growth and you want to see development. In yes, I'm rooting for the Sharks to tank and and be the first pick over on the draft, right? Macklin Celebrini looks like a fine player and he would look great in teal, but you still want to see growth and development out of your players, right? You still want to see like, is Philip Sedino a potential long-term piece for the Sharks? Um, how's William Eklund's development? Uh, you know, is Anthony Duclair, is he a potential guy you want to resign? Um, can Tomas Hurdle, you know, he's, who's had a great start to the season, but again, tonight, atrocious game, everybody atrocious game tonight. It's not, I'm not trying to pick on one person. Um, there was very little to, pull from in this game where you felt good about, but you know, there's so many questions on this roster, right? What the defense, right? We're, we're going to dig into the defense more next week, but like, you know, Emerson is Emerson, a dude, Kanijov can Kanijov continue to come back from his um, ACL or from, you know, all of his injuries, right? Can Mario Ferraro re like, there's so many questions. And when you have a game like tonight, it just makes you just want to like, throw everything away and start from scratch because it's it's just it's so frustrating it's unwatchable um 
yes, I know we're not going to get like we did last year where Eric Carlson would come out and do awesome things, but you still want to see these baby steps and these baby, uh, this, this gr growth, right? Like you're taking baby steps in a very long process and it's just one game, right? And the Sharks have played relatively well, you know, at least they've tried, they've, you know, been professional, uh, uh, like a professional NHL team, not a good NHL team, not a great, a downright bad NHL team, but they've been a professional NHL team. And you could point to growth, to development. You could point to Mackenzie Blackwood playing well. You could point to William Eklund having a good, you know, really kind of coming on over the last couple of games. Uh, but tonight was just a, a burn the film type of game where you just, you close the book. Yes, you got swamped. You got beat down six, nothing, but the good thing is you have a game on Friday and how do you respond in that game? Um, I expect, I wouldn't be surprised if the sharks come out in the first five minutes with their absolute hair on fire um, because I'm sure everyone, everybody on that roster knows what happened tonight, today. And that's what you want to see. How do they respond? Right. And can, can you use this as a learning method? mechanism you use it as a tool like everybody's gotten the crap beat out of them in, in games before um we've all lost like blown out in, in event whatever competitive event right how do you respond can you how quickly can you put this behind you and then again use it as a learning tool going forward so i think that's what the big thing for the sharks is how do they move on or does this snowball into a cool we lose seven to one to the hurricanes and then we lose five to two to the uh to the capitals and then you start seeing the bickering and you know everything kind of coming out so um i think like i said i expect them to come out against the hurricanes um and with their absolute hair on fire to start the game so that's my kind of bold prediction for friday's game but um before we continue uh we're going to look at the actual stats of the game kind of dig into them look at how much of a beat down this was by uh by the tempe lightning then we're gonna check in on the barracuda who have also played better hockey but have collapsed at the worst time so um, we'll get to all that here in just uh one second But before we do that, do want to take a quick break and talk to you guys about a new friend, uh, Parkview Advance. As a business owner, you realize that there are many times when receivables might fall behind, but that doesn't mean you need to find behind on vendor payments, payroll, or rent. For more than 25 years, Parkview Advance has helped businesses secure working capital from one or from 5,000 to 1.5 million. Uh, Parkview Advance can approve your working capital in as little as 24 hours. It's a much easier process process you might imagine we invite the many entrepreneurs that are locked on nhl fans to learn more by calling us at 203-675-0071 or go to parkviewadvance.com if your business needs working capital call parkview advance today parkview advance helping businesses with their working capital go to parkviewadvance.com and with so much uncertainty going on right now especially like california right um wildfire season earthquakes whatever could potentially happen um these types of things can cause uncertainty especially when it comes to getting medication that's where the jace case comes in jace case is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains 
five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. You can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your unique needs. Jace Medical now offers customizability for your Jace case with dozens of add-on medications. You can choose the medication that is the best fit for your family's unique needs. Um, so make sure you're prepared in all situations. Go to jacemedical.com, enter code locked on at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. That's promo code locked on on jasemedical.com. All right, uh, let's dig into the numbers. And woof, I cannot, um, cannot as mo- uh, it emphasizes enough. All right, uh, 48-22, five on five. Uh, shot attempts were 60 to 31 uh, in favor of the Lightning. Um, again, the Lightning had 22 shot attempts in the third period. When this team is, that's how you finish a team off, right? Um, very easy in that situation to just shut things down, right? We're up by five or six goals. Um, let's just coast. No, they had more shot attempts at five on five. Granted, a little bit more five on five time in those, but still did 22 shot attempts um, at five on five in the third period. So Corsi 4, 65.93 to 34.7 in favor of the Lightning. Actual shots at 5 on 5 is 27 to 18, 60% uh, in favor of the Lightning. Lightning had 40, 40 scoring chances for 15 against um, 17 to 5 high danger. Expected goals for 2.49 to 1.68. That actually seems off. It feels like it should have been much, much higher, to be honest. Um all situations, if you really want to kind of dig into just how much of a beatdown, uh, 80 to 40 shot attempts, scoring chances. The, the Lightning had 50, 5 0, 50 scoring chances in this game. The Sharks had 18, 50 scoring chances. They had 22, they had more scoring chances in the first period than the Sharks had the entire game um, in all situations. 23 high danger chances to the Sharks, five. 3.86 to 1.9 expected goals for at five V or at all situations there. Um, and again, that even feels like, cause it felt like every two minutes they had a breakaway or a two on one or a stretch pass leading to something. Um, the lightning did whatever they wanted to in this game. So um, the lines are definitely funky because of their, they went to a blender um, when you're down five to six or whatever, how many goals it was. So um, here's how the lines started out. So you had Duclair, Hurdle, LeBanc, Eklund, Peterson, Zetterlin, Giovanni Smith, who came comes back in uh, with Alexander Barabanov going on IR, Nico Sturm, Mike Hoffman, Zadina, Bortolo, Luke Cunning, and then Ferrara, Ruda, Benning, Burroughs, Knizhov, uh, Emerson, and then Blackwood started in net. Uh, what was relieved for Capo Kakinen. Um, try to sort through these the best we can. So Eklund, Peterson, Zetterlin played the most at five on five. And again, these number, none of these numbers are pretty, especially with how terrible this team played tonight. Three to five shot attempts. Uh, actual shots was two to two. Um, 
yeah, they had a .06 expected goals for one scoring chance, gave up two, zero high danger, gave up two. Um, Cunningham, Bordelow, Zadina played 455. Two shot attempts, gave up 11. Um, actual shots was one to seven, gave up two goals, uh, 0.21 to 0.38 uh, expected goals for one to eight high da- scoring chances, one to three high danger chances. Yikes. Not not a good night for that line. Um, Zettelin, Hurdle, Duclair, who Zettelin moved up after a little while. Actually, not. This line wasn't too bad. 357 time on ice, five shot attempts, four, gave up two. Actual shots was four to nothing. Again, this is probably at the end of the, the game. Three to one scoring chances, two to nothing, high danger chances. So um, that might be something to dig into, maybe replacing LeBanc with Zettelin on the top line. What a story that be for Zettelin who started the year on the fourth line and then could be by game nine or eight be on the top line. So We've got some Duclair Hurdle Hoffman, 355, 6 to 3, uh, 5 to 2 actual shot. Sorry, 6 to 3 Corsi shot attempts, 5 to 2 actual shots, um, 0.4 expected goals for. So um, also Hoffman Peterson's Adina played 312, 2 to 7. I think this was just like trying to find something that makes a match. Um and all of the goals, all of the goals um, at five on five were grade A, high danger, like right in front of Blackwood. And Blackwood, I put 0% of this game on Blackwood. Like Blackwood made some great saves. Um, none of those goals were soft goals. Like he, I I thought Blackwood played well. Yes, he gave up four goals. Um, but his teammates did not help him out at all tonight. Like, it was brutal. Um, and I think him getting pulled was more of an indictment on the team and not on Blackwood. So, um, yeah, he he faced 21 shots uh, in all situations. He faced 21 shots in 27 minutes and made 16 saves in that time. Like, I'm uh, sorry, he gave up five goals on four. Like, just, he had 10 high danger. Like, you can't live in a world where you're just giving up 10 high danger. Like, they were on pace to give up another 20 high danger chances to Blackwood. I mean, they did give up a ton of like, it's poor Blackwood and poor guys, uh, poor goalies. But yeah, like I said, this, this, the numbers on this game, it's, it's an absolute beat down. It's just, if you look at the shot map, it is bright glowing red in front of like the goggles do nothing type of situation on in front of Mackenzie Blackwood. Like, um, you know, I, Maybe cover Braden Point, have somebody ten feet in front of him. Something I don't know, man. Like that was um, that was that was brutal. So let's get into uh, the Barracuda and talk about their heartbreaking in a different type of way uh, performances here. So uh, let's get into that here in one second. But do want to take a quick break, talk to you guys about our good friends over at Sleeper. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Uh, Tomas Hurdle scoring 50 goals. Maybe not. The Sharks hoisting the Stanley Cup. 
100% not. Um, and you, though, could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app on the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy sports, um, and especially Daily Fantasy Hockey, because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. Um, they have a bunch of different things to choose from, like if you want to pick whatever players you like. Ovechkin score a couple goals maybe on Sunday. Uh, McKinnon to continue to do McKinnon things. Kale McCarr, uh, Mackenzie Blackwood's seen a thousand shots in a game. All of these, you just re- pick more or less of whatever they set. So it's not like you having to play against a bunch of different people. It's just you versus sleeper. So to win a hundred times bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me sharks fans. You can win a hundred times your daily, your money playing daily fancy hockey with sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks. So you can start winning big use promo code locked on NHL and you'll get a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's locked on NHL. See sleepers terms of use for details and location availability. All right, let's finish up with more depressing stuff. At least Will Smith had three points tonight. Uh, So that was good. A goal and two assists. So uh, we'll dig into the prospects next week. So next week we do have some, uh, Sometimes so Monday we'll recap uh both the Caps game and then we'll recap uh as well as as the Canes game and whatever else kind of comes up from the Barracuda big weekend of, of hockey this weekend. Um and then we'll probably dig into the d- defense on Tuesday. Wednesday, Magnus Krona, big time himself joins. Uh so we have a great interview with him. It's already in the can. Um, so that'll be on Wednesday. And then Thursday, we'll probably uh dig into the prospects and see how the start of their seasons are. I'm gonna try to catch a couple uh some of their prospect games this weekend. Uh looking at you, Cam Lund. You're on the you're on the watch list this weekend. So um but yeah, plenty of good stuff coming up here at Locked on Sharks still. So make sure you guys are following along. But let's dig into the Barracuda who have um just two two heartbreaking losses here to the uh silver knights um both up by two goals in the third and just absolutely caved in so but i think the thing to keep in mind with this barracuda team is there's still a lot of new players and yes it's the ahl you have a lot of new players um but you're i think guys like some of the signings that they've made this year, right? Like Ryan Carpenter has been a big addition for them. Justin Bailey uh, has been an absolute monster for them. Bailey has three goals and four assists already um, this season in five games, right? Um, You know, the defense is still, it's a lot of new pieces, right? That are kind of still trying to figure things out. And especially right now where the defense is really impacted with, um, you know, like Henry Thrun, Redeem Shimmick. Like you have a lot of guys kind of down there and like you're, it's still kind of figuring things out right now for them. So, um, but I think the one thing that's killing the the Barracuda right now is the same issue that they had last year is the penalties. Um, Just, too many penalties, especially at like the worst times uh, for, for the Barracuda, you know, that was Wednesday's game. You come out strong. um, You're kind of taking it to them and then penalty after penalty after penalty. And all of a sudden you're giving Henderson a lot of chances to kind of get back into this game. And then you get 
a couple. So the the shark or the barracuda ended up getting uh, four, five, six out of seven penalties in a row. So there was four. Then uh, the and actually the the Brisson Chichek one that was an offsetting one. So it was four and four time. Like you're just continually putting yourself in in bad situations. And while I think this team is a talented team and it does have a lot of more veteran guys, you still, that's just not winning hockey. Right. So I think that has to be a key thing for the Barracuda is just keeping yourself out of the penalty box, man. Like five on five, this team has been playing really, really well um, for the most part, but just the lapses, the mental lapse, much like the sharks right now, mental lapses. So, um, but one guy who's looking really, really, really good to start the season is one Daniel Gushin. Um, goal scores his first goal on Wednesday night. Um, probably could have had a couple more. Already has six assists uh for for the Barracuda this season. And I don't know if he keeps playing like this and maybe one, especially with all the injuries the Sharks had and their ability to not be able to score more than one goal a game. You wonder how long until he's kind of busting down the door to where the Sharks have to really consider bringing him up to play because, yes, the Sharks are tanking, but they're still trying to win, right? Like teams don't go in with the intention of we're going to lose every game. They have realistic expectations. We know we're probably a bottom five team, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but they're still trying to win, right? There's everybody puts in too much work uh, to try to win games and keep their jobs, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Plus with Gushin, right? We want to see, okay, what have you learned? What can translate to the NHL um, going forward? And what do you need to continue to work on in the AHL? So, um, but yeah, Gushin has looked really strong so far. That Him and Bailey have really good chemistry already. Uh, Justin Bailey has been an absolute, like, dynamite signing for the Barracuda this season. Um, and I know he's on an AHL deal. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked if he signs gets an NHL deal to come play with the Sharks at the at some point this season, much like uh, Derek Pouliot did last year. Right, uh, he signed an NHL deal so he can come uh, earn some NHL time, earn some NHL a little bit of NHL money, um, and come play for the Sharks, especially at the end of the season uh, when if the Sharks are able to trade players off because uh, if they have nobody healthy to trade. <laughs> God, it's going to be a long season. So, um, but I think with the Barracuda, right? You've seen some glimpses, of some flashes of the goaltending. Um, Georgie Romanoff played on Wednesday night. And you saw some good stuff. You saw some goals that he'd probably want back. But I think so far he has probably been the best goaltender uh, for the Barracuda this year, which is a little bit of a surprise, right? We, Georgie Romanoff, who's this guy? Um when when the sharks signed him but he's been i he's been really good for the sharks and i think the goal that i'm if you watch the game there's a goal they gave up right at the beginning of the third period where mukuma dylan kind of gets walked uh and not by kind of mukuma dylan gets walked um but and that was a little bit of a soft goal where the, the forward basically just kind of went straight like didn't even shoot just kind of like tapped it in um and that's probably one that he would like back um but it feels like some of the goals even up feel a little fluky but i think overall though he's been pretty strong especially um you know he's 
easily has the best uh the the best uh save percentage he's got 913 save percentage so far um in his two games played Cronin's got 857 and then Itu Makanemi has a 783 save percentage granted these are all tiny tiny sample sizes of either 2-2 or one game um but you got to feel pretty good about where this where with Romanov um if you have to do the Romanov Krona, I think that might be a, a pretty solid uh, tandem for the Barracuda, especially as they kind of iron things out defensively right now. And again, just stay out of the box. That that's what's killing the Barracuda right now is the special teams, both on the power play and on the uh, sp- special teams. So hopefully, when Tristan Robbins gets back, that'll help the power play at least. And then they start to get some reinforcements here. Um, you can see the signs of this Barracuda team being a really fun team, especially down the, the stretch. So um, also congrats to Ozzy. Nice goal for him. Uh, Redeem Shimmick, s- sweet, sweet assist. But uh, Ozzy just going to the net hard, and that's what that's Ozzy's style, right? Just go to the net hard um, and don't just knock dudes out from halfway across the ring. So um, that's going to be it for me today. Like I said, we will be back um, on Monday. We're going to, like I said, cover the Canes um, and Caps game and whatever from the Barracuda this weekend. So plenty of good stuff coming up. Um, Like I said, next week, got a little bit of time, going to refresh, dig into the defenseman, Magnus Krona interview, and then uh, look at the prospects. So make sure you guys are following along wherever you get podcasts. And of course, you can subscribe on YouTube as well. Uh, Follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Lockdown Sharks. Follow me on Twitter at my Fryhole. Until Monday. Bye, friends.